Hello listeners, it's another Thursday and I'm so glad to be with you on another episode of What Do You Think on Gisal FM. I am Okwe Sayolu. Dear Lord, we thank you for the privilege of being alive and we ask that you make our hearts receptive to the truth of your word tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. During the week, I asked a question about the episode titles for each act of righteousness that we have considered on the program. There was no response, but here are the answers. For almsgiving, the title was Motives. For prayer, template. And fasting, the title of that episode is Self-Denial. You can visit anchor.fm slash gshalfm to listen to any of the titles and I believe you will be blessed. So tonight we will continue our study from Matthew chapter 6 verse 19 to 21 as we discuss chests. Matthew chapter 6 verse 19 to 21, I read from the New International Version. It says, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moth and rust do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Jesus shifted his sermon from hypocrisy in religious practices to worldly mindedness. To understand what that sermon is saying, we need to first of all understand what is treasure. Treasure is anything we are fond of or attached to. It is something we appreciate. A collection of precious things that is highly valued and kept for future use. The message translation of that verse says, Do not hoard up treasures. And to hoard means to store or stock up treasures by hiding it away. What is our treasure? What is precious to you and I? What are we hoarding? Think on these things as we go on a short break. We'll be right back. Thanks for staying tuned. Welcome back. From the previous verses in that chapter, Jesus had been comparing the manners of the hypocrites with regards to acts of righteousness and what is expected of true believers. It is in the same vein that he instructs us on why and where to store our treasure. Before we go on, let's return to my initial question. What is your treasure? 
what is my treasure what do we also dare and we are willing to audit for future use what well what well everyone has a treasure the treasure can be tangible or intangible it ranges from possessions that is material things to character traits such as honor appearance talent etc for some it is relationships time accolades praises etc treasure is that which you would mention if you were asked to list three most important things in your life it is that which you would try to rescue in the case of a fire outbreak it is that which you would hold there and take a risk to secure dear listeners do you know that some will go to any length to protect their self-esteem some will do same for their physical appearance yet others will do anything to increase their cash flow and protect what goes into their bank account while another will go to any length to see their talent or gift celebrated in this world all these are trips tips i mean to help you identify your trail if you are yet to discover what it is Let's take a trip to Bible land to meet some Bible characters and what they considered as treasure. First, we meet Achan in Joshua chapter 7. He valued the beautiful garments and silver over obedience to God's instructions. Next is the couple Ananias and Sapphira in the book of Acts of the Apostles. They valued what the congregation will think of them over the approval of God. Another person is the rich farmer in Luke chapter 12, verse 16 to 21. His treasure was his good crops. He had a store for it, but he had no preparation for his soul. He valued his produce and source of income over his life. And the last character for consideration tonight is the rich young ruler. He obeyed all the commandments, so one could say he probably had a right attitude towards God. But he valued his great wealth over the Lord's instruction for him to perform an act of righteousness that is given to the poor. Permit me to say that another means to identify your trial is to check what is it that you can't or you think you can't do without even at the lord's personal instruction let's know some quick facts Let's note some quick facts about treasures. 
trust everyone as treasures that is there's something that is valuable to everyone no matter the societal class be it rich or poor literate or illiterate pagan or believer it could be a relationship it could be your honor accolades child spouse or even time as in some people's time is so precious to them that even when they are meeting with god they set a time limit so if the alarm goes off before god speaks to them that is the end of the conversation for that morning time is money they say while they forget the one who created both man and time Another quick fact is that Jesus is not against treasures. Yes, he does not condemn our possession or enjoyment of God's provision for us. After all, John chapter 10 verse 10 makes us know that God wants us to live an abundant life. And Christ himself has given to us all the pertains to life and godliness according to 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 3. Something else to note about treasures is that treasures themselves are not evil. Rather, it is what we do with them, especially when it comes to storage. And that is the crux of Jesus' command to us in our study passage for tonight. So we will look at where we are expected to store our treasures and the reasons. But before we go on, let me quickly point out that just as in life, different items require different storage conditions. So, the type of storage facility you choose or you desire will show what type of treasure you possess. So we'll look at two types of chests tonight. The earthly chest and the heavenly chest. A chest is where things are stored. When Jesus says do not store up for yourself treasures on earth, it simply meant do not let your, your mind life be preoccupied with temporal things. Things that can only be kept in a chest that belongs here on earth. What are the precious things men store up for the future? Well, in the Bible, such things include garments, grains, and gold. It is still the same in our contemporary times, only with modifications. So, people still store up garments. That is, various designers and fashion labels, ornaments, shoes and bags, wardrobe filled with fab various fabrics and colors, some of which will not be worn in a year and soon they will no more be in vogue and you have to acquire another set. Grain. Others store grains. So much food stuff, locked up in a room, kept in double chest freezers till the expiry date comes and goes. And for some others, it is gold, yes, money, fat bank accounts, home and abroad, savings, joint, current and domiciliary accounts, all with passwords it didn't save, raw cash stored in septic tanks, caskets and underground tubs. Well, 
All these categories of treasures qualify for only one type of storage chest, the earthly chest, and there are disadvantages of that storage facility. Yes, let's take the disadvantages of the earthly chest. First is moth and rust. Whatever is stored in the earthly chest is susceptible to destruction by moth and rust. The garments will be eaten up and destroyed by moths. Those ornaments are susceptible to rust. The grains are not immune from mold and fungi despite years of refrigeration. When the time is up, there will be no remedy. The other disadvantage is that this type of storage facility is susceptible to burglary. Yes, the cash. Thieves can break in and take it all away. Even if you keep it in the bank, robbers break into banks. Nothing on this earth is truly secure. So why would I want to risk developing high blood pressure after knowing all these facts? You know, you see stock exchange charts rise and fall daily. You hear about the death of celebrities and fashion idols. Still, others come down with health issues that place restrictions on their diet and they're unable to consume all the food stored up for the future. All these are the reasons our Lord cautions against the use of earthly chests for storage of our treasures. Now, that does not mean we have no absolute need for earthly treasures. Of course, we need food, clothing, and legal tender to make transactions, but they should not become our essence of living. We should not chase after these things in order to hoard them. We should treat them as fading and passing items that they are. We move on to the second type of chest, that's the heavenly chest. What kind of things can be stored in our heavenly chest? The chest that is immune to moth, rust, and theft. Of course, we can store food and clothes, yes. The heavenly chest is also not meant for cash. And so, I think singing, Motitoi, Shurami, Josileogo, when we are paying our offering and tithe, it may not really be ideal. So, for us to know what kind of treasure can make it into the divine chest, let's see the concluding part of the rich young ruler's story in Luke chapter 18, verse 22. Now, after the ruler affirmed that he had always observed the Ten Commandments, Jesus said to him, You still lack one thing. I mean, my own emphasis, it means your heavenly chest is missing an item. So, What's the remedy? 1. Sell everything you have. 2. Give to the poor. Why? So you will have treasure in heaven. And 3. Come and follow me. Now, the rich young ruler was told to sell all because he was preoccupied with the things in his earthly chest. 
Selling those items would be a way of preventing them from the destruction and corruption that awaits such things. It would have also been a way to convert them into something that would be used for a course that qualifies to enter the divine chest. Giving to the poor was an act of righteousness with a reward attached if done correctly as we discussed last on the motives episode. So this shows us that one way to acquire treasures that are fit to enter into the heavenly chest is to do our acts of righteousness correctly. That is almsgiving, prayer, and fasting. Please note that selling all you have and living a low-key life is not an automatic guarantee of a ticket to heaven. The last sentence in that verse says, Then come, follow me. So accepting the invitation of Jesus, being a true follower of Christ, Watching his footsteps and becoming like him is what actually earns us a ticket to heaven. Now, acts of righteousness as a means to acquire real treasure to store up in heaven is further emphasized by Apostle Paul in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 17 to 19. I read, Apostle Paul says to Timothy, Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God, who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Command them to do good, one, be rich in good deeds, two, be generous, three, and willing to share for now in this way they will lay up treasure for themselves as a firm foundation for the coming age so that they may take hold of the life that is truly life Now, the things we put in our earthly chest, the food, the garments, the cash, they will help us live in this life. But the things we lay up for ourselves in our heavenly chest will help us live the life that is truly life. So life is different. There is a true life. There is a fake life. This life we are in can end anything. Now, Also, when we pray the template prayer as an act of righteousness, saying, Allowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. It is a subtle form of intersection for souls to be brought into the kingdom of God. And winning souls brings joy to heaven. And I know that whatever gives God joy will also credit our heavenly account. Fasting also brings our body to be subject to the soul. Hence our flesh is subdued as we develop true character traits of Christ. And the more Christ-like we become, 
the more treasures we have in heaven. When our heart is connected to heaven, we will do more to fill our chest of treasures in heaven. Why? Because where our treasure is, there our heart will be. In my opinion, knowing that what man values is highly detestable in God's sight, then we ought to prioritize our values so as to have enough content in our heavenly chest. What do you think? Dear Lord, we thank you for opening our eyes to what really matters. Please keep us from the temptation of ordering things for our earthly store. Let our hearts stay connected to our home on I, where we truly belong. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you, dear listeners, for tuning in. Thank you, my dear producer, Emmanuel. You can visit Amazon to get a copy of Turntables. That's the ebook of the Esther series. And don't forget to send your opinions and comments to us on WhatsApp. Please do so. You can reach us on 090-8615-3600. And on the GSLFM Facebook page using the hashtag what do you think or hashtag chests on GSLFM. And until we meet again, I am Okbesanyolu. Stay blessed. Thank you.